Alright, here you go. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? This is DJ here with the Two Raw Podcast, or the Torres Podcast. Uh, I am here, of course, with Hector. We're actually in Hector's... Oh, we're in the uh, South Sim studio yeah, this we're in time, Hector's though, studio. baby. Uh, we were supposed to record there. last night and mine, but uh, we are kind of high, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were just chilling. Um, but we are, of course... Talking about Elimination Chamber. Yes, Don't say we're too late, chamber. God damn it. We did it. Better late than never. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff been going on. A lot of uh, stuff been going on, and what was weird is this is the first time where they... Normally they put, like, pay-per-view, like, the week before the last week. So this one, they just put dead ass in the middle. Because well, it was February, To put it in perspective, 20, I wasn't... Yeah, even, it was a week before the Yeah, I wasn't week. even charged for the network before I got the pay-per-view. Speaking of that, I need to cancel the network before they charge me. I can't. Oh well, um, my Google shit said that it was already gonna cancel the subscription next month. I'm like, oh okay. It's not gonna automatically cancel. So uh, apparently, because that's what my Google was telling me. It so sent me an email. So it your moves on the fine. 18th, right? Okay. It moves to Peacock on the 18th, but you can still use the network in the United States until WrestleMania. When WrestleMania Day comes, is when everything switches over. So they may still charge you. Bro, they're probably not charge. Watch them pull some ho shit and do a Disney Plus and be like, WrestleMania is a $30 add-on. Nah. Bro, if they did some shit like that, I'm turning off the network. Well, that's why, you know, there's other other ways to watch stuff. Uh, yeah. If it's going to be blurry as fuck, I'm going to be seeing some Chinese subtitles at the bottom of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get into this, I want to talk about this Lola, this Lola buddy stuff. Cause I, just, I sent the... Oh, yeah. So, this is going on right now. This is where we get into, like, South Sims territory when we're talking about random shit. <laughs> Check this out. But, so there is a tweet that's they show Lola's redesign for the new um, uh, for the new Space, Space Jam. Jam. I'll put the picture up on the screen. As Somebody we talk. said the liberals took away Lola Bunny's fat fucking tits. Cancel culture has gone too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> so I sent that to my friends, and my friends did hashtag not my Lola, oh and my, my other God. friend said, "Damn, Lola had that ass too." And then, and then my other friend replied. On me, nigga. <laughs> and then there's a reply that says, during them tryouts, when she walked away after dunking on Bugs or crossing him up, I had to rewind that hoe like three times. <laughs> Why is your beating on me too? This is how we got furries. Because of bullshit like this. Some fucking... Bro... <clears throat> this is why they did the character redesign for Lola Bunny. This is why. That's why. You motherfuckers... <laughs> You motherfuckers <laughs> did this too, Lola. All right. All right. So, guys, stop it. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Just. Stop. Although, although, you know what? This is where I'll try to play devil's advocate, because they didn't get rid of Mrs. Incredible's ass. They kept that ass on the screen. All right. And that ass could expand. But... Hey, look, Mrs. Mrs. Incredible, she a thicky. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> man, she is thick, bro. I just. You ever had, like, stupid conversations with, like, kids in middle school, and you're just going exaggerating? It's just like, if Mrs. Fent- if Mrs. Incredible wanted to, she could expand her vagina and, like, eat you whole. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about that shit? She could just stretch them fucking labias and just, yo, <laughs> trap your ass in that shit. <laughs> We don't question. Don't fucking look at me, you motherfuckers. Y'all thought of it. Hey, no lie though. Miss Miss Mrs. Incredible was she a thicky? I'm telling y'all. 
Y'all, y'all, y'all sleeping on her. Her, and her she better than Roger, Roger Rabbit's wife. What's her name? Jessica Rabbit. Lola, uh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought tripping. Jessica Rabbit was just like too curvaceous, and was like, "This is, this ain't getting it, Chief." This nigga said too curvaceous. Nah, nigga, you don't like women with curves, bro. She ain't got no. It's like okay, it's not that. It's just like her waist is literally like the size of my fucking hand. The bitch should not be shaped like a barbell, but she is. You know what I mean? Look. It's a waist that you can't even snap back on, right? You give that sh- you give that broad back shots, she's gonna fucking die. You just paralyzed her. <laughs> like she has, she has a waistline of only like thir- what thirteen inches? Hey, let's not sleep on Velma either. Hold on, sir. Velma's fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, motherfucker. I think you just Hold on, sir. FBI, boss of your shit. <laughs> We're gonna get shut down. Look, so I said. It's a kid's movie, and they didn't want Lola to be a distraction. Yeah. So my homie replied, but now I don't have anything to distract me from the kid's movie. <laughs> God damn it. Y'all tripping. All right, let's talk about this fucking let's talk about movie. All right, so on the pre-show, which I, I don't watch anymore. Uh, I didn't watch the pre-show either. Uh... John Morrison, Elias, Mustafa Ali, and Ricochet. Fatal Four Way. So, this is how ridiculous this shit is. Because I. It's, uh, John Morrison pinned Mustafa Ali, who is probably the worst booked cult leader, cult leader since fucking time. Wade Barrett. No, dude. You know, he's the worst booked leader since CM Punk and the Straight Edge Society. That's well, what I feel. No, I don't know I why. I think Nexus was worse. I don't okay. Nexus well, and then the core. Like, no, because Nexus at stupid. least had the memorable moment. What memorable moment did the Straight Edge Society have other than shaving that one bitch bald? That's it. That's that was a memorable moment. That was it. Fucking Nexus. At least they came out. The strong Nexus. Well, okay. Destro- so I'll say yeah, this. exactly. See, they had they a had, more memorable moment. They yeah, and they destroyed the Undertaker. That's why I never. But uh, their booking app like after matches ass, bro. like it was straight ass. Ass, but Straight Edge Society really had no impact for me. Other than that one time, like, Graham Serio came out to sing Aaliyah Happy Birthday, which is fucking, oh, yeah. which is fucking weird now, because she's grown. That's why I just felt, like, weird when they did that Buddy Murphy, or, like, bro, new stuff. Dang, that was what, like... That was 10 years ago. 29, Because that girl's 19. Was it now. 20... It was, it was 2010. 2009. 11 years, almost 11 years ago. 2009 when that happened. Was it 2009? Yeah, because 9, uh... No, 2009 is when he turned heel. Oh, no. It was yeah. 2010. So, yeah, 2010. Because 2009, he beats J- Rey Mysterio, beats JBL. Yeah. For WrestleMania. And WrestleMania, 2010, like he beats CM seconds. Punk. Yeah. That's like, that's why I don't get why people dick ride CM Punk. Because, like, why y'all... Di- I... Chill out, bro. CM I'm sorry, Punk bro. is legit. He cut that one promo and everybody just jerks what? him off. What? I, I was a CM Punk fan since... Eat since his debut on ECW. That's like the first time I because back then, like, yeah, you heard about. Oh, you guys, I thought he was. You cool guys watch Ring of Honor? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mark. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? No, no, I don't Like you heard about the Honor. Indies and you heard about New- and you heard, but like you didn't watch it. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the Indies until CM Punk. I didn't pay attention to the Indies because until I started watching TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe the shoes on him, bro. <laughs> but uh, no so back to fucking uh, uh, yeah, back Mustafa. to Mustafa. So but... he gets pinned out of everybody in this match. They couldn't fucking pin Elias. They couldn't pin Elias. They pin Mustafa Ali, who was supposed to be the leader. Who's of this the leader cult. of the of the group who fucking has not? I don't want uh, uh, have they won a match? Like they 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 no. they just got destroyed by the hurt business. 
They got they were. I think the only person they beat was Ricochet every fucking week. Yeah. Um, and then they lost every week to fucking Xavier Woods. Uh, Mustafa Ali did absolutely nothing in the Royal Rumble. And then... He did nothing but look weak, which is fucking sad because AJ Styles had fucking Almas and that motherfucker eliminated Biggie Langston. Yeah. And somebody else, all right? Why is this guy who wasn't even in the Royal Rumble... Eliminate more people than fucking Naomi. <laughs> yeah, in his role. Oh, that's right. She didn't eliminate remember, she anyone. Didn't eliminate nobody. And she was in there for fucking ever. Feel the glow. What glow, bro? All, all right. right. So you know what my point glow? to all this is: the winner of this match got to be in the United States Championship match later on in the evening. Mustafa Ali ends up. Beating the United, the new United States champion, what I think the next night or the week after who's or some the, who's shit. Who's the new United States champion? Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. He beats Matt Riddle in fucking two and a half minutes. What? This fucking loser. How did this happen? Beats. Bro? Oh my god! No, please. You know what? I just realized Vince is gonna try to make this political. So they're bootleg Antifa, and Matt Riddle's you know just regular white guy. <laughs> this this is gonna happen, bro. Matt Riddle deserves better. Matt Riddle does. He um, really does. So, yeah. That, give Matt Riddle that Brock Lesnar match. Yeah. Or give him that Bobby Lashley match, please. I mean, Bobby Lashley destroyed him like every week on fucking TV. I know, but still, come on now. Give yeah, us that legit fight. Yeah, they deserve a fight pit. Bobby Lashley said he wants to face Riddle in a fight pit. Yes, because it would be amazing. And he said he, he went They have the so much legit UFC fighters there. It's like, give it's us. It's crazy. Like, give us a Sony Deville versus Ronda Rousey. Oh. You know? That'd be dope. Give us that. It's like. You could have one or two. This isn't like the brawl for all, but they're like shitty. No, these were people who were actual MMA fighters, so it'd be entertaining. Do a real brawl for all with these MMA. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. So Baron um, Corbin, go get your doves back. Bobby Lashley named the people that he wanted to face. Which was Brock Lesnar, uh, Drew Roman, uh, Matt Riddle, um, and, I, and I think there's like two other names. And Is then Brock he went Lesnar? on. Did you put Brock Lesnar on that list? Yeah, yeah, he said Brock. Yeah. So he he pretty much said he wants to face people that he knows are good uh, MMA can, fighters. Because it could be a not good... not like well not fight like wrestle. He wanted to wrestle guys that he felt were that could be stiff in the ring and throw like hard shots. Yeah. Because he said when he wrestles Riddle, like they both agree like, hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna throw some hard shots at each other. You know he he said he doesn't want to wrestle anyone who can't take those shots. Yeah. Um. So like that's why me and you like on the last time that we talked about I think it was payback, where me and you just loved the match of him versus Drew McIntyre. Right, that was a good uh, ass match. Uh, Lashley versus Lashley, Drew. Lashley, that was backlash. Yeah, that was backlash. Yeah, that match was awesome. That match was amazing. And now they're gonna do it again. That oh. remind that legit reminded me of Triple H versus Batista at WrestleMania. It was a good ass match. Wait, which Triple H versus Batista? Uh, the first one. I don't like it. What? I like it the was first like one. an a- I mean, I don't know. I didn't oh, like yeah. the John Cena JBO match either. I might have to say you leave this household. Wait, you like John Cena JBO? Uh, you know, maybe it's just the nostalgia. Maybe that's what's Go back it. and watch it. Trust me. I'll probably good. watch it. It's not good. Like, go back and watch any JBO match from that era. I actually like JBO's match. I like JBO. His matches with Eddie were really good. Yeah, but he's working with Eddie. Yeah. See? Like, his Taker matches were like, eh, they're okay. His Taker matches were okay, but they look stiff as hell. So those were pretty Yeah, cool but I mean, matches. but they're like best, they're like close friends. I'm yeah, pretty so sure they're gonna, you know. It's funny, only um, in wrestling, it's just like, oh, we're good friends, so we're going to try, yeah, extra, try hard extra hard to hurt, to each, hurt other. each other. Like Drew and, and fucking, and Sheamus. 
Uh, but his match with Booker was like whack. I remember thinking like, damn, Booker T better win this. And then he lost. Whose match? Uh, Booker and JBL at uh, Survivor Series 2004. Yeah. And then he did the four-way with Booker. And that bitterness caused Booker T to now say no other minorities are getting over. Well, he congratulated Bobby Lashley. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, see, you ain't going to see him congratulate Big Yoinkson again. <laughs> it's only one at a time. <laughs> it's, it's never more than one. All right, let's move on to the main show. Uh, we open up. So there's only... Camera Dang, check. Well, you do really only six matches? Seven matches, I guess, if you count the, the end of the show. All right, so first match we open up with uh, the Universal Champion... Uh, um, Championship elimination chamber number one contender thing. I was surprised that they started it off. First of all, my sister was just like, "There's no, there's no women's elimination chamber." I was like, "I guess so." So when that's fucking awesome. <laughs> they didn't do a women's elimination. Yeah, they chamber. did. Because my sister was looking forward to a women's one. She's like, "Is there gonna be a women's one?" I was like, "Oh, let me see." And I didn't see. One. I was like, "No, it's gonna be fucking awesome." <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't realize that. Yeah, right, I didn't so do a women's one. We have King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Jay Uso, and Daniel Bryan. What women would they have put in a women's one? Let's be honest. They don't got that uh, much. Naya, Shayna. Last that, year, Shayna fucking killed everyone. Would that really be an impressive like shit? Because Shayna, I don't think, wouldn't be going in there. Because we already know that. It's I gonna... think they could have done a women's elimination chamber because they have had nothing for Oscar to do for like five months. Like, which is a shame. You know what's weird? It's just, I'm not trying to complain because we're probably getting a little bit further on down. Uh, you know, you have, uh, I don't know how the fuck they're gonna try to keep booking this, because it's obvious Bianca Blair's gonna go for Sasha Banks. Yeah, sure. Are you, like, living under a rock? No, I already know. She already challenged her. I know, she already challenged her, but I was like, it was obvious beforehand. I hope she loses. But, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I was just wondering, so, like, how are they booking this? Because they're just, like, smiling at each other, there's no feud into it. I feel like it's one of those things where you ever seen the beginning of the Wayne's Brothers show, mm-hmm. where they're like making fun of it, and just like we're colored, we're brothers. Yeah. That's literally how I get reminded of every time I see Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair. It's like, are y'all gonna book each other for a feud? Are y'all gonna be competitive? Because y'all just smiling and hugging, and like, what the fuck is this? I think they're gonna make Sasha not a straight heel, but she'll be heel for the feud. Because they're just like doing it, just like. Black women in a match, yay! Yeah, I see that all on Twitter. Yay! And people are like, oh, y'all should get Aja to be the referee for the, the, the black referee, the black lady referee. Oh. And it's like... They have those? I, I wish they would just stop making everything about color and just make it like, oh, you are a great wrestler. wrestler. Not you are a great black wrestler. Yeah, let the shit happen You are afterwards. a great wrestler. Well, no, because I feel like, no, there's ways you can book it, but it's just like, it's weird when a company tries to do the... We're not... It's like, wait... That doesn't make y'all look good, WWE. If anything, it makes you look worse. It's just like, yay, you got over our oppression. They, they really... You got over our obstacles that we placed. Congratulations. Yeah. It's like... Vince thinks he's... I don't know. I don't know. Vince, how do you think this works? They're not... Just... You don't throw a random match in with two colored people and just be like, Look at colored people! Yay! Look at them overcoming oppression. And they're not going to main event. You're they're still not. the one who's oppressing them. That's why there's two nights. You're going to have the Universal Championship main event one night, and then you'll have... I think the, they're going to put a women's one. They all, I don't I think like they're so. going to try to put a women's one. I don't think so. Because there's not going to be like a boneyard. So it's not yeah, gonna, but they're going to have a crowd this year. I'm going to keep it real I don't real think they want to put... I think my WrestleMania expectations are like so high because they did so well. Last year? Yes. Yeah, but they're going to have a crowd this they year. They did so, so well with the boneyard, and I feel like this one's going to be ass, to be honest. I want to go. 
If they have cheap seats. Uh, for fucking Florida? Fuck no, bro. Yeah. That's COVID center. Fuck no. That's why you got a mask, bro. Hell I, I wanna, no. I want to go. I really do. I, I just want to go for at least one night. We'll just go... Wait till the fucking no Dallas one. No WWE, they're like, oh no, you only bought a ticket for bro, night stop one. Bro, stop it. We'll just go to Dallas, bro. They'll be like, no, you only bought a ticket for night one. Sorry. So, bro, they did some <laughs> ho shit. Like, how many people... Because you know there's people who like fly around the world and shit. Fly in for one night. And yeah, they're, like, they're going to be throwing some fucking <laughs> trash in the ring. Like, uh, yeah, bro, you can't stay for night two. You're going to tell that fan <laughs> in Ireland that he can't fucking see a good match? <laughs> and then you put a women's match at the main event, he's going to fucking throw a fucking beer in that ring. Fuck you, cunt! <laughs> Alright, let's get back to this Elimination Chamber match. Alright, so... The first one in was Daniel Bryan. The second one in was Cesaro. They started together. Uh, third was Corbin. Fourth was Sami Zayn. Fifth was uh, Owens. And then Jey Uso came out last because, of course, his cousin is the champion. Is the tribal chief. And for um, dramatic purposes. And then as far as eliminations, King Corbin was out first, thankfully, because the guy's boring. Uh, second was Sami Zayn because Vince just doesn't like him. Third was Kevin Owens, which wasn't that surprising because I mean, dude has been feuding with Roman for like fucking. I was months, so glad. So I'm like, please, pretty sure please. they wanted to just move on from that. Please move on from Kevin Owens. Like, and I like Kevin Owens. I just don't like his. I stunner. think Kevin Owens could be the perfect mid carder, and that's it. All right. What? I don't really see him as a main event. Every time I look at him, it's like, yo, this nigga looks like he just came from my dude backyard can barbecue. Talk. Dude can wrestle, and you think he's a mid-carder? Every time he does a fucking promo, he looks like he's about to cry. I've done this years, motherfuckers. I've been in Ring of Honor. <laughs> he looks like he's about to fucking cry in each promo. You don't. He doesn't intimidate me, bro. Fucking Mark. He can intimidate. <laughs> no, bro. He could probably inti- He could probably intimidate a woman because he looks like a fucking rapist. But you know, he ain't intimidating me. I love Kevin Owens. I just don't like his stunner. Uh, his center is trash. Fourth though. out was Cesaro, which is kind of surprising because every there was like reports saying that Cesaro was winning this match. No, there was. There was. They said the reports. I knew this was bullshit. No, we yeah. had reports earlier where it was just like, uh, oh, the Cesaro signed re- a new contract mm-hmm. where he's going to be an enhancement talent now. No, the so they they pushed Nakamura in that gauntlet match, and it was originally supposed to be Cesaro's push, but he didn't re-sign. Until like a few weeks after, which is why now he's getting his push. Um, but Daniel Bryan is a part of Creative, and Daniel Bryan was originally supposed to win the Rumble and have his match with Roman. But Edge is also a part of Creative, and I'm pretty sure Vince. Why likes... are we giving out WCW 2001 contracts? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm pretty sure Vince likes Edge more. Yeah. And so Edge went to Vince and said that he thinks he should Daniel win the Bryan, Rumble. You look like a faggot. <laughs> he said, "Fuck he, you, we're going to Edge." Yeah, he said he thinks he should win the Rumble because he want he really wanted the match with Roman and he thought it would be a, a great match, which is why it's looking like they're doing the Fastlane 2015 rematch with Bryan and Roman at Fastlane 2021 6 years later. I don't fucking see a good match between Roman and Edge. I you don't. don't? I, I see it. Because I saw the basic shit that Edge was doing with Orton, and it looked like he was hurting himself, and I don't know, and it's one of the things where it was the selling, but then you heard that he injured himself because the retakes, and so, because we had this discussion, it's just like, I don't I think, like the greatest wrestling match ever. I don't think ever. Edge can go at the rate that he, that everybody thinks he can go. I don't know, man. I think he'll surprise you, bro. If he does, I'll, you know, I'll generally be surprised, and I'll go back on this podcast and say, hey, yo, I hate my words, but every time I've seen him in the ring, I'm like, yo, old man, please stop. 
Get out there, please. I don't know. I mean, this match will show. I mean, every no. time I see Edge get in the ring now, I'm reminded of when I saw Chuck Liddell in the way in to fight Tito Ortiz. It's like, no, stop, please. Don't ruin this. That's kind of how I was feeling about Undertaker for a while. <laughs> I really was. I, I, he's my, you felt like he was I, Chuck Liddell. I, I love the Undertaker. <laughs> I like, you are. I think Undertaker is like you the greatest. I love him. He's been my number one. Oh. Other than Stone Cold Steve Austin, like Undertaker is top, top, top. But after, uh, yeah, you, after a while, man, it's like everybody look at this man. This, that's the face of a hoe, right? Look. Look, let's be real. Taker wasn't moving like he was moving. Like, CM okay, Punk yeah, okay. was his was really his last greatest actual wrestling match, right? And yeah. you could say, yeah, the Brock match went to shit because he had the concussion, the concussion and everything. And that may be true because I think his SummerSlam and his Hell in a Cell matches, or his, Hell in, Hell, his Hell in a Cell 2015 and his SummerSlam 2015 match with Brock, I personally liked. I thought yeah. they were pretty good. I thought his match with Bray at WrestleMania... 31 or whatever it was i thought it was decent but it wasn't like undertaker level you know kind of match like undertaker was at his peak in his 40s like i think it's because we we i think it's because it's a hard bar to set i feel like honestly you know there's that whole discussion of should they have ended his should they have just stopped undertaker wrestlemania matches after seven after a uh, little after 17 and 0 and I really think they should have, because after seventeen and zero, who's who's seventeen and zero was he beat Shawn Michaels to be seventeen and zero. That's twenty five. Yeah, honestly, twenty six. Even in the even in the last ride, he says, "I feel like this should have been." And I know in hindsight, he could have went. Should, he could have went out with the match that I literally consider the greatest match that I've seen in my lifetime. All right. Which is him and him and Shawn. Him and Shawn. I. All right. No, because then I. I I think the two Triple H matches are good, but I... They're see, good for storytelling, but... They're good actual, storytelling, but the matches good are good. a good balance of match and storytelling was the one he had with Shawn Michaels. They were yeah, both I think the, the Shawn Michaels matches are better. But, I don't think but I'm trying to What I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, he could have went out on that, but then you wouldn't have the story of him and Triple H. And then, in my opinion, and a lot of people may not agree with this, but I think him and Punk was way better than both him and Triple H. Oh well, yeah. No, him versus Punk triple, was better than the last two Triple, triple H, H matches because they did it well. I because it was more wrestling rather than more yeah. Triple H style theatrics. Yeah, that um, was the thing. And then, had he faced Roman at thirty one at not yeah at thirty one or I'm sorry at thirty instead of Brock, and he lost to Roman. I think they should have gave Roman the streak at that time, and then fans wouldn't have complained. I because for it going to to me, I felt like Brock didn't need to win. Brock, Brock didn't Brock need back. to, but he was only he was when you really think about it, he was probably the most believable one because because well, I think if they would have background play, if they would have played it the way how they had Roman versus Taker is like if they already wanted to because they were supposedly making seedlings of making Roman the new guy, the new top guy, right? Yeah. So they should have went with Roman as heel. Beats, you know, they did because the Roman versus Taker match. That one, they had went good storytelling. They went pretty good on that. Well, yeah, one. Roman was heel for, well, kind of. He was kind of like babyface with that match. He was kind of tweener was, with the. He was tweener with that one. They yeah. faced the Outlaws and Kane. Yeah, that? so that was just like yo, you could have just gone. You were heel. You should have just left, departed. Y'all could have done the departure, ang- uh, the departure angle. Do the same show. The, do the same storyline. That you did with Shane with Roman, 
with, you know, because... The yeah, form, the Shane match was fucking useless. The Shane match was useless, was and not only that, the story to it made no sense. Like, why is Undertaker all of a sudden a lackey oh, for Vince McMahon? To Vince McMahon? Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, you should have just had that same storyline for Roman, and then had Roman beat him, and then bam. And at the time, it would have been big, you know? I, I know at 32, at they originally wanted to do Taker and Cena, and Cena was hurt. But to replace Cena with Shane... Shane, it was like, why? why? And I understand why they did it. They wanted Shane to jump off the sail, but like... At they the could have just time, had Shane versus Kevin Owens. Early. I see Shane, I see Kevin Owens the same way I see Shane. Perfect mid-card. Stop it. They could... <laughs> Stop! Stop. <laughs> I think Taker should have retired Perfect after the Brock Shane match. After his first loss at Mania, I think he should have been done. The only reason I'm glad he didn't, he wasn't done was because we got the Roman match, and we got the night after the Roman match... Roman just stood in the ring for like fucking 15, 15 minutes, minutes and everyone booed fucking lit him up. Oh my god. If there was. If this was he's a 90, heel now, but bro, if there was ever a time to turn that dude heel, it was that fucking night. They could have, <laughs> and he would have been. He walked off, and everybody. He would have walked off the greatest fucking heel in world the world fucking time. world. Yeah. Man, they fucking. But, you know, whatever. He's heel now. So, anyways, yeah. Daniel Bryan wins the match. Um. And we get Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Again, uh, not Not the fucking Daniel Bryan-Roman Reigns match glad. that we wanted. I was glad, because again, <coughs> I don't know if it's maybe one of those things where if I get annoyed too much about hearing about a motherfucker's indie background, I just say fuck them. And I think Daniel Bryan was one of those people, so... But you don't hear about his indie background. I heard it a lot. When he went against... So, Batista came back, and I was excited because it's just nostalgia from my childhood. I've never cared. I've... Nostalgia from my childhood made me a fan of Batista coming back. So when everybody was booing and shit, all because of Daniel Bryan, and then I got bombarded in like high school with like, oh bro, you're not a real wrestling fan. You're like this scrawny looking motherfucker with the beard. Right. I hate people that call Stop. other people casuals just because they yeah, watch it's WWE. Like, oh, you put casual. Bro, you're not a fucking you're casual. casual. You you're not just, casual if you, you just watch WWE, that's motherfucker. That's just what you like. That's what you. Because there is no group. casual. There's <laughs> a show on Monday, there's a show on Wednesday, and there's a show on Friday. Every fucking week. How is that casual? And there's a pay-per-view each month. Have every yeah, other company. Yeah, there used to be two pay-per-views a month. Yeah. Fuck that. No other fucking kid. company can do that bullshit. Yeah. So don't call me a casual just because I stick to watching the main line. I'm a WWE. You're I, not going to go to a fucking baseball fan and be like, oh, bro, do, do you even watch the Sugarland Skeeters? <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody gives a fuck about the minor league. All right? The only reason I wanted to get a jersey of the Sugarland Skeeters is because I thought it was a funny-ass name. <laughs> and then I got told to throw away my sign. I brought a sign to one of their games once. And I put all skeet skeet. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to take my sign and throw it away, sir. <laughs> you you knew they didn't have no black people in that advertising committee. <laughs> or if they did, they didn't tell them shit. Because we have a baseball team named the Skeeters. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh <laughs> skeet skeet, motherfucker! All right, the so Roman, Roman Skeeters, look it up. Roman beats Daniel in like thank 90 God. seconds. Thank God, I was happy. I was like, thank you, please. Um... And then uh, we move on to Riddle, Lashley, and Morrison. I found this match to be very fucking entertaining. Bobby Lashley is like produ- uh, produced. He's presented as like, well, I guess produced the same thing too. Uh, as his like ultimate bat. And it kind of makes me think. as a threat that he should have been. Should have been, like, right? Because he's fucking killing everyone. And that's what makes me think, like, are they bringing Brock back for Mania for Lashley? Because Lashley has, he won the belt, what, Monday, this past Monday. And he's been like, oh, you know, he wants, he specifically went on social media and said 
he still wants Brock Lesnar at Mania. Yes. That's the man. He don't want Drew. He don't want Sheamus. He don't want yeah, what He these, what fucking just, wants Brock Lesnar. He's like, I want Brock at Mania. And, and Brock, yo, and Brock and Lesnar shows yo. up at Revolution this Sunday. No. <laughs> no. No. You think Brock Lesnar's going to want to be in that fucking company? Hey, man. Money talks, bro. All them skinny-ass fucking people annoying him, he's going to be like, no. If they even want him to be on Being the Elite, I feel like he's going to just beat the shit out of the <laughs> Hey, Brock, you want to do Being the Elite? Fuck out of my face. The fuck out <laughs> of my face. I'm going to break that phone and shove it um, up your ass. But yeah, man, I thought this match was like, it was only eight minutes, but it was fucking an entertaining eight minutes. Uh, Riddle won by pinning John Morrison, because John Morrison's been a fucking loser since coming back last it's year. So shit. You, it's The moment he came sad. in... The moment he debuted and just opened the door, that was his big debut. Opening oh, his the Miz's debut! Door. Yeah, I love the Miz and Morrison was, as a tag team. I didn't like him as a tag team because I was just oh. like Morrison. They were uh, funny. They were fucking awesome. They were funny, but I was just like, man, I like Morrison more. Oh yeah, I like Morrison. Right? I mean, now like I like the Miz more, but you know. WWE's book was like, how the fuck is the Miz the Shawn Michaels of the situation? The dude fucking works hard, bro. That motherfucker puts in his he puts in his time, you know. No, he just um, takes the time to act in those shitty movies. That's what he does. Uh, his the, top film credits are WWE films, all right? Stop it. That's like flexing your fucking high school plays <laughs> as you're back around. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Hey, man, man, that's where The Rock started. He started in WWE Studios. What you mean? What movie in WWE Studios did he make? All, he all his first movies were produced by WWE Studios. Not The Mummy. He came in The Mummy, then Scorpion King. Scorpion his King. Other shit, Walking Tall. WWE that? Studios co produced all that. Walking Tall. But not the not Mummy and Scorpion King. Yeah. Go look at the credits. All right. I don't have my phone on me because we're using see. that to record it. But Google that shit. WWE Studios. We'll edit it down. Don't worry, people. But this man's Googling that shit. I need to see this bullshit. Come hit me with that shit. Oh, I lied. Yeah, that's what I thought, motherfucker. It's the rundown, walking tall, and then they did See No Evil, The Marine, The Condemned, Behind Enemy Lines, which apparently starred Mr. Kennedy, which I never heard Mr. of. Mr. Kennedy. The Chaperone. God, that movie sucked. That movie sucked. Poor Triple H. That dude can't He wanted to be The Rock so hard. He really He really thought. Did. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, Rock. Time out. They did a movie... In 2016, where Kane Velasquez start was the main star. What? What? I don't remember this it's shit. It's called Term Life. I literally don't remember this shit. Nobody does. What? Because this is before he even signed with WWE. What the fuck? They did. Shawn Michaels had some movies. <laughs> Iron Sheik did a movie for them in 2017. The Rock. You have. Oh, I don't think the Iron Cheeks is his documentary. Oh, WWE Studios also did Fighting With My Family. Yeah. Oh, Rock. You have <laughs> the Scorpion King. Well, check this out, nigga. They're doing I... a Stone Cold biography, a Booker T biography. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 check, check this. Um, oh, oh, yeah, oh, look no. at this. They got a Big Show, a Those Big Show versus that. the World movie coming out. Big Show doesn't even work there no more. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to put that shit in the vault. They're going to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> that movie's going to be in the same place where the videotape of Owen Hart falling down is. 
That's just gonna be burned. Ouch. Alright, next match. Yeah, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler defend the titles against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I've read like so many bad reports on this match. I'll be honest with you, like I was kinda in and out of this match. And from what okay. I saw, it wasn't bad. It was like okay, a lot of people shit every, on this match. Every time Every time Nia Jax is in the ring. Every time Nia Jax is in the ring. Look, she's okay. (laughs) She's like probably the perfect fucking heel, but motherfuckers should ride a trend as like, yo, can you actually name me one legitimate reason why you fucking hate a Nia Jax match? I was like, and I'm not even a fan of her. They're not good. But it's just like, yeah, they're not good, but it's like, y'all selling them like they're the worst things, and then y'all trying to sell me on some shit on AEW. I think Nia's best matches she had a match with oscar and nxt oh, no. what i don't get is how they hate nia Jax but love nyla rose like what the fuck bro stop i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> bro stop um what do you think of nyla rose's matches name name of i don't think nyla rose any match. i haven't seen i've i've read reports on the um AEW's women's tournament that they just did that ended last night Come on, and i've actually read that she's in I read that Nyla has improved a lot. No, sir. Um, but off the matches that I've personally seen, I think she's worse than Nia I Jax. think that she was. I don't think she was good. I mean, I think she is worse than Nia Jax. I Nia try- Jax, I will, def- <laughs> I will always put you over fucking. When I was younger, Nyla Rose. I went through this phase where, like, if a wrestler's, if a wrestler had shitty matches, like I fucking hated. I thought they were just trash. Cody Rhodes. Um, James Ellsworth. Bro, uh, what, the, what the fuck you mean? Cody Rhodes? Ryback. Bro, Cody Rhodes like a wrestling genius. What oh, he's mean? good now. I think he's fucking evolved tremendously. But back then when he oh, first God. started, I was like, dude. No, when he first started, he was trash. Dude was ass. <laughs> he was an of like When he was with Ted DiBiase Jr., I was like, Ted was like the star of that group. Yeah, Ted opinion. was better. Um, Ted brought back the fucking million dollar title. I would take it oh, off my did, wall, huh? but I'm not. Um, so yeah, like. and a bitch to hang on That's kind of how I felt. About really AEW's whole women's roster, I thought the matches were like subpar. I did like Rio and uh, Sheeta. I I think like Japanese or Asian wrestlers, in my opinion, are like some of the best wrestlers ever. They're fine, but um, when they put up against these big women, their matches that they do are kind of annoying. Yeah, when like, they're put against like these big women want to do these power spots and like oh we're gonna slam through, but like it was so funny like Nyla just picks up this little bitch and just slams her in the table and it doesn't break. Like girl. <laughs> This bitch weighs as much as, like, a history book. What the fuck? <laughs> what makes you think you're going to send her through a table, bro? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't care how much testosterone you have I, in the remaining of your penis. I mean... You ain't going to send her through that table. I legit read that the last three <clears throat> the last three matches Nyla had in this tournament were all good. Like I said, I haven't seen the fucking tournament, so I can't speak on it. I can only speak from what I've seen. I've seen and I have not liked any of her matches. I liked her Sheeta match. Was it Double or Nothing from last year? I think it was. And I want to say that's the last matchup because I don't watch AEW weekly. See, guys, anymore. he did improve from last episode. He's referring to Nyla Rose as a hurt. Um, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> like I said, I'm not gonna get into that. I, just, I, I don't. Believe, I don't believe any of that. But you duck know. that boy. But and see, I'm saying this now, right? And like I said, I'm I'm a pro wrestler and trainee. I'm, I'm yeah. training, right? So me saying like I don't believe in transgender or that people should change their sex or whatever. It's gonna come back up in the future, just like fucking Sammy Guevara's comments about Sasha, or just like anyone well, Sammy who Guevara was. Sammy Guevara was like retarded. We didn't say well, anything of that nature. Yeah, but you know how people are these days. They're like, oh, you gotta. We say minor offensive shit, but we. If they want to change ourselves. their gender, then that's no. It's not what they are. It's what they were. Anyways, like I said, I, you that's were, just. A you were talking topic. about when you were describing like the history of 
But now you're obviously referring it to as her, but that's because she's in the women's division. Well, yeah, but like it's technically but a it's man not like, in the women's division. Eh. But I mean, like, it's not uh, like UFC. So like, if this was UFC, it'd be like totally different. Like if Nyla is bloodying these bitches, I'm like, ah! if she was like book like Brock Lesnar and giving Randy Orton that fucking elbow every day, then the, then, then she would be then a little. Then I some issues. Then, hold on now. All right. Uh, main well. Sort of main event time. Oh, yes. um, Raw Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. It goes 31 minutes and 10 seconds. You have Drew McIntyre defeating AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton start off first. Randy Orton was only in there for like 8 minutes and 55 seconds because Bro, for some out. fucking reason. This the dude, the man who had one of the greatest first half of 2020. The man who was killing it in the promos, who was killing it in the fucking ring. Vince just decided by the summertime made was Big like, Show want to quit to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> like by summertime, Vince was just like, eh, I'm bored. Fuck Randy Orton. Fuck this. Like he fucking. I personally think Orton should have won the belt. At SummerSlam and held it until the end of the year. You could have given the title back to Drew, whatever. But you had Orton lose to Drew. Then you had Orton lose to Drew again. Then you had Orton lose to Drew again. And then you had Orton beat Drew. And then go into the feud with the Fiend. And then lose to Drew two weeks later. And now he has his feud with the Fiend, who he set on fire. And now this dude is seeing fucking... Shit all over the place. He's, he's throwing up Ultimate Warrior. Throwing shit. up shit. Looking at himself. Seeing reflections in the mirror. Seeing he's feuding with Alexa Bliss. He's in just this hokey ass shit that I don't like. And then he loses in fucking 8 minutes and 55 seconds inside the chamber. Like it just makes no fuck. And then they had him explain the next night on Raw that he lost because of Alexa Bliss. Who was nowhere near the fucking chamber? Or did anything. Like, what the fuck? Because who did he get pinned by? He got pinned by Kofi. Yeah, that's what I thought. We'll we'll see. We'll see. See, DJ, this is where you as a black man should appreciate Kofi pinning his oppressor from 10 years ago. Stop it. There you go. Kofi beat Orton in in whenever his fucking title reign was. Sir, sir, that's the reason. There you go. You should appreciate that. I I don't understand the boogie of Randy Orton. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that their reason is, well, it's Randy Orton, so he won't be hurt by it. What I said, what I said, what I just said right now, that's the true reasoning that they're going to hit you with. Because I saw somebody say that shit on Twitter. Stupid. 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 Drew enters at number three. No, I'm just kidding. Kofi <laughs> at number four. AJ at number five. Which AJ um, just like said, fuck the rules. So that's weird. If Orton was only in there for eight minutes and 55 seconds, but the intervals are five minutes each. Drew entered at number three, so that's Don't five Don't question minutes. the and logic. Kofi entered at number four, so that's ten minutes. How the fuck was Orton in? See, WWE don't even know how to. Don't question the logic of the timing. Ugh. Uh, and then last, uh, AJ gets in because um, almost or almost whatever the fuck you say his name rips the fucking glass off the the pod and yeah. AJ just comes in, which was bumped off the previous pod and like in Botchmania they showed that oh somebody got thrown in to that pod and it already popped out so they just had almost rip it off at last minute. Oh, I didn't notice that. Cover up their fuck ups, which was a good job because I didn't notice that until Botchmania pointed out. So um, good job. And then Seamus comes in last. Okay, guys. Sheamus is the guy who pinned Drew McIntyre in the fucking gauntlet match. He is the guy who's been 
semi feuding with Drew. It looked like or Drew with Drew. It looked like Sheamus and Drew were going to face each other for the fucking uh, world title. You thought that was gonna be the main match, and then Sheamus gets pinned by AJ. So I just wanna, I just wanna just throw this out here. So Sheamus pins Drew, which makes Sheamus technically a number one contender. But he gets pinned by AJ in the match, which makes AJ a number one contender. Only for Drew to win this match and lose to The Miz, which, by the way, was the next match. So we're just going to throw it all together. So Miz comes out. He catches in after Bobby Lashley attacks um, Drew. So then Drew loses to Miz. Only for Miz to, two days ago, lose the title to Bobby Lashley. So therefore, when you really think about it, Drew... Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Sheamus and AJ are technically number one contenders, yeah. right? Because AJ's pinned the number one contender technically. So, sir, are you thinking with logic? So you have to AJ Drew, Bobby, Miz, because he just lost the belt, and Drew, because he just lost the belt. Are they doing a five way at Mania? That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> five way at Mania. Like, I'm so because like that's the main event of night one, baby. Where the fuck does that's what it's gonna be? Now we know. I think at five way. I think at fast lane we get Bobby Lashley versus Miz, and AJ Drew and Sheamus in the three way. Is this straight mania next or what? The next one is fast lane. For I don't I don't think I personally don't think there should be a pay per view before mania because I think it's only two weeks before mania, which means after that pay per view you have a two week build to mania. Yeah. Which makes no sense. I remember back in the day they used to do the February pay-per-view and have nothing, nothing in March. Nothing in March, and then, you'd and have then that, you'd have Mania. And that's why you would want to buy Mania, because it was unlike the other times. Yeah, because you had this like, long-ass, You had this field, long-ass gap with no fucking But pay-per-view. then they got the fucking so network, and Vince was like, oh, more pay-per-views we'll makes... We'll do Roadblock. Yes. Oh, man. We'll do Roadblock. Yeah. Great balls of fire. <laughs> great balls of fire. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fucking whack-ass name, but a great-ass pay-per-view. An amazing pay per view. Great balls of fire. That Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar match was actually awesome. really fucking amazing. Awesome. I love that pay per view. That shit was good. Um, so, yeah, man, it. I don't know. I thought the pay per view was good. I just think the booking. I thought is... it was solid, but the ending to it was just annoying. I was like, really? The Miz is champion. I like The Miz. I don't care. I don't care what no one says. I think The Miz deserves it. I, was so glad. I think he deserved it in 2016 <laughs> he when just, he was he on SmackDown it. and he was killing it and it looked like he was going to be the next champion and they didn't give it to him. They moved him back I was over glad to Raw. When they didn't give him that championship belt. I'm like, thank God, send no. his ass to Raw. They sent him back to Raw. He was killing it on Raw when he was feuding with the Shield. They still didn't give him the fucking belt. And then they waited until they made him a joke to give him the belt. Like, why? That makes no sense. Cause and then the funny part is I was like well now you're not gonna have us take Morrison seriously so that Morrison yeah, poor Morrison <laughs> yeah I was just like yo what should have happened what I think would have made more sense is if Bobby came out with the Miz since it was MVP who first talked to Miz and then they made it a triple threat and Bobby just sold it to the Miz as oh it's gonna be a two on one and then just pinned the Miz right then and there so we wouldn't have this two day hot potato. Or you could have had Bobby say that to the Miz, like, oh, we'll do a triple threat. And then Morrison just comes out and does some shit to Miz, fucks over Miz. And then Lashley just pins Miz, takes advantage, and then bam, take the title. Uh, I'm glad Bobby Lashley. Because I don't know what they're going to do with Miz. I literally don't know what they're going to do with Miz. Uh, Bad Bunny. It has to be. They've been feuding since, like, fucking the Rumble. You know, it's crazy, though, when, when Miz won the WWE title. Because People were saying that Bunny would win it. Because I, I was like, no. No, see, you think that, 
But Vince has been fun. Vince has tried his ass off ever since Eddie Guerrero died to make a, a to make star. a Mexican or Hispanic star. He couldn't do it with Carlito. Couldn't do it with Ray. Ray, well, they, no. The fans turned on Ray. The fans turned on Ray, which fuck you, fans. I actually like Ray. I mean, shit. you're pushing uh, Ray's push to the title was fucking. In 2006, it was amazing. No, afterwards, I, I never like when no, he sir. lost it to Booker T. I was the happiest. So like, I'm not a Ray Mysterio hater, but the fact that they had to use Eddie's death to push Mysterio to the to the main event level was like ridiculous like his whole build to that he was made to look weak at every single turn then he oh well if Eddie did it let's make Ray do it and he had to cheat to win and it was like why why book him this way his booking was retarded the the good way for I actually liked the booking on that one except for like certain opponents like once he started losing the fucking Great Khali out of no reason out of nowhere I was like why why is this happening Great Khali was champion Great Khali was champion I was like, once he was, it was great. His great Khali's no. coming to AEW on Sunday. See, <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. That's the big surprise. I think it's just Big Show gonna do it. I himself. think it's just Big Show's gonna turn heel. Me, Whoa. he, he showed up. This wasn't the turn you expected. No, Big Show, we wanted another heel turn before you left. No, we didn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> she was like everything Randy Orton said was true. Like. Oh, damn, they did have Orton bury him that night, Verbally, right? Verbally, yeah. That's what made him leave. Supposedly, he told, he didn't, he said an interview afterwards, Big Show said in an interview, that's what made him leave. Well. Because he was still disputing his contract with Creative. They, he, they didn't want to pay him or some shit. They didn't want to pay him. But, I mean, it was so crazy because I thought Big Show was going to be one of those guys who they secured because I thought it was going to be like on some Andre shit. Yeah, he's fucking old as shit. Because you hear Vince, like, cry for, like, Andre and shit and it was like, oh, you got to have a giant. And when it came to Giants... He was like one of the better, better ones. Yeah. And but then like, what was crazy sucked. was I had watched like, it was, I was fucking crazy. So I started watching Big Show's earlier career. Just like why, you know, why, why is everybody saying, oh, you gotta check him out in WCW though when he was in WCW, bro. When Big Show was in WCW, WCW booked him good. WCW booked him good. He, this motherfucker was doing drop kicks. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was doing kip ups. He won the title at like twenty five. Yeah, I was like, yo, he's actually getting booked very fucking. I think it was well. like his first night. So I could see why people like got frustrated and. And then I can see why he got frustrated and left WCW. But I mean, he, I think the thing that WWE helped him with was to find personality. Yeah, but like, then, like, after the early 2000s, there was this thing where they said... They, it was funny that somebody was just like, it's a, there's a reason they compare him to Shaq all the time, and it's because if this guy would work harder, even though they're an icon as they are, they would be more icon. Like, if Shaq would have worked harder, they say that Shaq would have been, like, top-tier status, you know? Because mm-hmm. every. But and they were saying you know, Same with Big, Big Show. Show would work harder. And Big Show would have just said no to a lot of the stupid Big creative said, decisions that yeah, they had for him. Because most of the time he would just say no, and then that's why he got sent back to OBW. Well, he got sent back to OBW because he was fat. Yeah. They wanted him to lose weight, which, I mean, is understandable. Dude, he was fucking huge. Yeah, he, he was, was huge. He was bordering on Yokozuna Did shit. You, uh, 2006 when he left, and he, he when he come back, like 2008, early 2008, yeah. for the Mayweather thing. When he left 2006. No, I think the Mayweather thing was like the last thing he did. No, no, no. He left because remember he was ECW champion. They did that ex- oh, yeah. that stream elimination chamber. He lost the belt to Lashley. Yeah. I remember him walking around Lash- and he had no neck. He was walking like this. Yeah. He was fucking huge, like Lashley fat, won. and he looked like he was not healthy at all. Lashley lost to Durag Vince. Never forget. I saw a thing that said the only person that could end Bobby Lashley's WWE championship <laughs> reign is, is, du- is Durag, Durag Vince. Vince. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, what if that happens at Mania? It's gonna be do rags to Vince at seventy four. Vince is gonna come back and be like, I haven't forgotten, Lashley. Your biggest ride. He comes gonna, with a do rag. Put the do rag on. <laughs> Bro, he's gonna come with a do rag, a sweatshirt. You know, if Vince comes back with a do rag and sweatshirt, I'll take everything bad that I said about him back. If he comes back with a do rag, sweatshirt. <laughs> And then just because me and Q always love bringing him up, he comes with the Tims. It's over. All right. Go ahead. And before we end hands. this, before we end this, I want a fantasy book real quick. Who do you think, Bobby? Okay. Who do you think they'll put him against, and who do you think he should go against at Mania? Well, the thing that I'm thinking was going to happen. It's great to see all like these white people excited that Lashley's champion. But the moment he won, I'm like, fuck. They're just going to have him lose to Drew. That's at Mania? What, yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like they're going to have him do. And I think what's going to happen is that's going to happen. You're going to piss off all your fucking black fans. You're going to piss off fans who are fans of Bobby Lashley just for being Bobby Lashley. So you're going to make Drew unintentionally heal. Mm. So this is a chance where WWE can either do exactly what they fucking did to Roman, to Drew, which is what I'm afraid they're going to do, and then people are going to get fed up with Drew yeah I've been thinking that too because I actually had a friend a... tell me the other day that he would prefer Bobby to face someone else because he doesn't think Drew needs the belt right now Drew doesn't need the belt right now but, yeah. it's just, but then it's just like well then who the fuck are you going to have Drew go against because Sheamus. everybody else has been like treated as a joke and like I said Sheamus you know he had that good run in 2012 when he beat Danny Bryan in 8 seconds and I was a fan of Sheamus at the time so again Getting bitched about over Danny Bryan. I was like, bro, stop it. I don't give a fuck about the American Dragon. All right? It's the so, American Dragon. I think... Bro, you should have <laughs> seen him in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. You should have seen him in Ring of Honor. Fucking no, hater. bitch. Heck is a hater. I should have seen him in WWE <laughs> if he was that skilled. All right? That's I, where I should have seen him. I think Drew... I think they're going to have Drew lose to Lashley at Mania. Um, you think they're going to have him lose to Lashley at Mania? I mean, I think... They're going to have Drew beat Lashley at Mania. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think what should happen is Vince should say, hey, Brock, we have, we're going to have 30,000 fans. Let me throw this money at you. Come do the Lashley match. Have Lashley you think beat Brock's, Brock. You think Brock's scared of COVID? Nah, he just doesn't want to perform in front of He said he doesn't want to perform where there's no fans. He wants fans there in order for him to be there. Because it's more money for him, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, He can sell merch and all that shit. I think they should do that, have Brock come in. Paul, you better be in the back of the fucking stand my, selling my shit. My only fear is that if someone else faces Bobby Lashley at Mania, I think they're going to have Drew and Lashley beat the Hurt Business for the tag team titles. That's my only fear. You know, it's crazy. The Hurt Business really, you know, they really took off from being just a throwaway faction to being something serious now. <laughs> So it's crazy, but it's, and it's just, it's so fucking weird to think that this all happened more or less by accidental, because MVP was only supposed to be in Houston, and then that was yeah, it. Yeah, he was supposed to do just the Houston show, just and then Rumble, Vince, and then that was it. And then Vince used him for the, the Mysterio match, yeah. and then he was supposed to be a backstage producer. That's the thing, it's just weird, because WWE would tell us, hey, take this person seriously now, even though they booked him so much as a joke, so it's just like, yo, who, who the fuck? Who the fuck is there to be taken seriously? Because AJ, you know. AJ versus Bobby could be good. AJ versus Bobby would be good. But I then just, we're gonna uh, get we're gonna get Alma shenanigans, and it's like, uh. Yeah, and like lately AJ hasn't really been doing much. So Nakamura, I would, if you know Nakamura. If Nakamura makes the switch to Raw, I mean that'd be dope. But I just don't see Vince 
liking Nakamura. I just don't see how they're gonna do it. It's just, it's just one so of so literally, things. it's either Drew or fucking like Brock. this WrestleMania seems lame as fuck. To be honest, this was the only WrestleMania where I'm just like, because they spent the whole year hap- not building up anyone. They didn't spend build up anyone, and then they're gonna try to play. Oh, it's because of COVID. No, bro. Because how the fuck y'all book an amazing WrestleMania while COVID was still going yeah. on? Y'all did an amazing WrestleMania. You gave us Styles. Ver- you gave us the Boneyard match. Firefly Funhouse, I wasn't really that big of a fan of, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I think everybody dick wrote it too much. I'm like, bro, stop. I mean, it was cool, you know, some of the stuff, but... Exactly how we There was no... It. There's nothing to it, but, like, highlights. That, that's how I feel about Daniel Bryan, right there. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Throw Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan in that mix. We're going to end this, because i got to go pick up my child. Yeah. My illegitimate. No, he's not. We're going to go pick up DJs. My, my hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon, Steven. All right. Um, but right, yeah. Peace out, y'all. So um, be on the lookout. Hector will drop his stuff in the description. Um, or I'll just. I'll or he can just soon. edit. He'll probably edit this one. This he one will probably be on my channel, his... but the audio version will be on DJs. Yeah. Is that how um, you want to do it? Oh, we could upload the video to both. It don't matter. Yeah. Because I'm going to upload the audio to Anchor. Yeah, so he's gonna. I'll send you both files. Okay. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, we're out. We'll see y'all in the we'll next see one. Y'all. Um, which will, I don't know if Hector's gonna watch it, but I will be covering Revolution, Revolution? Evolution, or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I'm gonna try to watch it. I don't, it's just, I'm gonna be doing a double that day. He's a WWE guy, guys. No, I watch AEW, but like I said, they really did turn me off with that Jericho MJF bullshit. Oh, the dance thing? The yes. singing dance? Yeah. Yes. So my friend sent me a video and was like, bro, this is the greatest uh, uh, segment it, of 2020. Was it Trey? No, no, no. I would no, expect no, to guy. see that from And Trey. I was like, oh, this better not be Jericho MJF singing. And I just like, I, I didn't click it for a while. And I clicked on it and it was like fucking Vin, or AJ and Daniel Bryan in Vince McMahon's office. So. Mm. Anyways, yeah, we're out. So um, yeah, peace. We'll see y'all peace later. Everybody. I'm out. I got to go poop and pick up my son. Go pick up your <laughs> Go take a shit somewhere else. <laughs> 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 Thank you.